And good morning, everybody. You're listening to Not Politically Correct. Well, that is kind of what we do, isn't it, Wayne? Yeah. I mean, uh, when when it comes to political correctness, it's not really my strong suit. Well, I, I'm actually pretty terrible at being, quote, politically correct. Well, you know, we're not communists and we're not a think tank, so we no. didn't come up with the idea of political correctness. No, no, we, di- we didn't. I, I always like to, to bring up at least once a month. Who came up with that idea? Yeah, the communists. Oh, that's right. In Germany. Yeah, because if the you did The socialist Germany right, kicked the communists out. Right, because if you didn't think like them, then you were not politically correct, and you needed to go to a political correctness facility to help you to be politically correct. Yeah, you know, and then we adopted that uh, uh. in 1978. Gee, who was president then? Would that be Jimmy Carter? Yes. Oh, my gosh. is that so. the sa- is that the, Isn't that the same guy that lost... Iran? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. They well, that's what that was all over. We were oh. no longer allowed to oh, use our yeah. favorite terminology. Yes, yes. I, I do remember that. So. Yes. Uh, oh, wait a minute. That, that wasn't politically correct to oh, say well, that. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it, we are talking about historical phrases that were once used, and they became not okay. You know, interestingly enough, we're talking about this politically correctness. If you go over to our Facebook page, which is definitely launched and up, yep. it is Not Politically Correct is yes. the title of it. You can not find it. Not Politically Correct Radio. Yes, it is. You can find it. I have an article up there right now that comes from theblaze.com, and it is to Microsoft. Have you did, did you read that article? I have not. Okay, so Microsoft is has put up a new version of Microsoft Office, which is designed— for the purpose of making your typing politically correct. Well, I guess I won't be doing any uploads. No. So this is a real thing. I thought it was a satire joke when I first read it. I thought it was just something funny. And then I started reading the article, and no, it's actually a true article. So, you know, in some things, when your grammar is not correct, it'll read it and go, yeah, that's not the right words to use. Well, that's now what it does with phrases and words like spokesman mailman, it will underline them and advise you to change them to mail person, spokesperson. We'll melt it down if it tries to correct us. Oh, good grief. <laughs> we, will, we will successfully, without using another computer system, crash an entire computer system. Anyway, I read about that one today and went, wow, that's, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to talk about that a little yeah. bit because I've long said that essentially it's only a matter of time before that's the next step that's taken. People are still relatively free with their keyboards, but come on. Let's be honest. Facebook censors everything now. Most of your major social things, oh, that doesn't comply with our community standards. Really? Yeah. Because um, it's, it's news. Did you see where Facebook's algorithm tagged the United States Declaration of Independence as not as violating the community standards. Yeah, did you also see when they were correcting that and they found tagged that, they also took uh, CNN off the Yes, they did. They nailed CNN, yeah, which, it, you know, they you know. weren't even up to standard. No, they weren't. So, uh, yeah, those are our, our little things. Oh, I've got to tell you, I did, uh, I did try the queso, the secret queso recipe. Thank you, brother. 
Oh, well, you said you were tired of paying for it. I was, and I have got to tell you that is some of the best yeah. queso ever, and I do appreciate that so yeah. much. Thanks, Lee. and uh, we can't share that. No, no, we are not going to share that. Well, in I any can't way. share it because who gave it to me? Well, of course not, and I can't share it because why would I? Well, I mean, it's too good. Can't share something like that. Anyway, so what else? Uh, what else we got going on? Well, you know, as far as local. I think the county-city merger is done in St. Louis. Yes, that's uh, kind of a big news. You know, in the St. Louis area, there was the county-city merger, which, of course, is a terrible deal for the county completely because St. Louis City is broke. And uh, after some, uh, some, some changes in their hierarchy, magically nobody wants to do it now. Yeah. What, what were those changes, Lee? Uh, um, well, let's say we had a county official step down and then plead guilty to it was, a it multitude was, of charges. I don't even know if we've even heard them all. There's more coming, they said. No, the biggest one they keep talking about is just the pay-to-play game, yeah. which is, let's be honest. Which turned out to be Rollo Construction, for those of you who don't know who John Rollo is. Yes, he actually was testifying today, wasn't he? Yeah, or yesterday. Yes. So that's kind of a, uh, a big one. Now, this is something that we see in predominantly Democratic. Democratic-run cities. St. Louis is a predominantly Democratic-run city, and so Thang- is Detroit. Thanger was a— Oh, yes, he was. Uh, a Democrat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he was. <coughs> What's funny right now is after so many people have stepped down from that city council, have you— or, or from They the, just keep falling. Yeah, from the, from the county. Until they put interims in— the county commission is actually run by Republicans right now. They have the they have the lead because you know somebody resigned their seat to take a new position with the new. What was Stanger's actually his actual position? He was the county executive. Well, one of the other board members, for lack of a better term, left their position to go assist the new county executive. So it opened up another seat on that board. So they had three open seats, which then put the Republicans in the lead. Hey, if you guys are smart, don't put anybody else on it just for a little while. It'll be fine. See what you can make happen. So that's our uh, that's pretty much our wrap up of St. Louis. You know, there's there's never really a lot to talk about in St. Louis. Uh, oh well, but other than the murder rate. Oh, we did forget the blues. Yeah, yeah. They see. play tonight. Oh, do they? Yeah. I'm gonna be honestly, and I know you're gonna be very disappointed in me. You know how many hockey key games I've watched in my life? If you guess zero, the answer is correct. Well, I, 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 have, I, I have try. Seen, I have seen Lord Stanley's Cup. Have you? In St. Louis. Oh, wow. Three times. We oh. had season tickets for like the first 15, yeah. 20 years. They were in town. Nice. So I actually have seen it. I've been there. So uh, I don't know. Always get optimistic at this time of the year, but. Uh, I don't know. I'm feeling good. You know, we're on the road. They're, they seem to play better on the road, so this may be our year. Well, I mean, that's that's a real active possibility, I suppose. I can't say I actually know anything about it. But of course, hey. so baseball season starts soon as hockey season's over, right? That is what I've heard. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to say it. I'm going to have to say it. I don't really follow that one either, Lee. I'm, I'm sorry, man. No more food recipes. I know. I know. <laughs> People keep telling yeah. me. They're like, oh, man, do, do you watch Cardinals game? I'm like, the what? Oh, no. Hey, have you what? No. No. But, hey, at least I wasn't disappointed when the uh, Rams left town. <laughs> uh, well, Just, we knew that was going to happen. Once they won a Super Bowl, you knew they had to get them out of here. 
So I have got a uh, an interesting story for you. Okay. Now this one comes from the Daily Mail, uh, UK, UK area. So over in let's see where are we at here. This is okay. So you know how much we like to talk about all the illegals doing stuff in our country. Right. Well, here we go. Let me let me just read a little bit of this article because I think everybody will appreciate it. A Danish, a Danish teenager who was sexually assaulted near a migrant asylum center has been told that she will be prosecuted for using pepper spray to fight off her attacker. The 17-year-old told police that she was targeted in the coastal town of Sonnersburg by an English-speaking man who knocked her to the ground and attempted to undress her. At that point, she used pepper spray to fight him off. Now, you ready? The Danish girl, 17 years old, who used the pepper spray to fight off the rapist near the migrant center, is told she will be cr- prosecuted for carrying a weapon. Problem here. Yes. Okay. Now, people always talk about human rights of some variety. But I am pretty sure, no matter what language you speak or no language at all, as far back as we want to go in the history of mankind... The ability to defend yourself would be one of the most basic human rights. I mean, animals defend themselves if you try to injure them. It would only make sense that humans would in the same way. Now However, we have this thing called a constitution and the Bill of Rights. Oh, the right to you know, <laughs> life, liberty. Right. And, you know, I do understand. That would that be the right of life there, would it? It certainly would. And I understand that this took place in Belgium and, okay. But let's be honest. What what what's the issue here? Did did she kill him with pepper spray? No, she did not. She simply pepper sprayed him, and well, he went away. Saying, yeah, making sure she didn't kill him. No. So yes, uh, a few friends of mine uh, actually posted this one up, and they contemplated, as we often do, how long until you see ridiculousness like this running rampant throughout the United States? I argue, right do. now. Yeah, it's already right in Chicago. Now. We've already disarmed right. everybody in Chicago, and look at it. And look at how that is turning out. Chicago is a nightly bloodbath. St. Louis is a nightly bloodbath. What what the, the hardcore left and the socialists, I don't believe, understand is, or maybe they do understand, actually. Uh, let, me, let me rephrase. An unarmed population doesn't work. What you have is you have this group of people that are like, oh, my gosh, let me turn in my gun so I'll be safe. Would you really think the thugs are going to do that? They're going to come and kill you freely because they can. It's, you know, this is the, if we look back to to a world event, which would be similar to this, let's go back to the Cold War. Okay. Russia and the U.S., they're both building the biggest, baddest, bombinest bombs around, right? Yep. And they understood the concept of the mutually assured destruction, so they never fought each other. But what would happen if one of those two countries... Didn't. Didn't build at all. Well, we'd probably speak Russian now, or Russia would speak English now. When everybody's armed, people are much friendlier. Now, despite the fact that things did go on during the Cold War, I'll recognize that. But the two countries never officially went head-to-head with each other because we both still exist. That's the truth of this mutually assured. we're both still mutually armed. Yes, unbelievably. And we don't really bother each other, which is... Kind of a big deal. Now, you may not remember this, but this one goes back about a year and a half, two years ago. 
I think it was in Denver. A guy got arrested and sued because he was living next door to a person who didn't believe in guns, and he was a pro-Second Amendment person. And he put a sign out in the yard, rob them, they don't believe in guns. That is funny to me because, I'm going to be honest, I like that idea. You know what? Go for it. And that, and he got sued over that. I don't, never heard the outcome of it, but I just found that interesting that he got sued just because he pointed out a fact. Well, it's it's a true and honest fact. And the whole part where nobody wants to deal with true and honest facts anymore leads us further down the down this down this road that we just what have we become, Lee? Yeah. Well, okay, let's go true and honest fact. Fact. Mueller gave a report. Barr summarized the report. Mueller admitted that Barr did not mislead anybody with his summary. Yet we have a whole group of people who don't want to accept that as fact. Okay. And this is a large group of people. Yeah. And they just don't want to accept that that's a real thing. They don't want to accept that enough people voted for Donald Trump to make him president. <laughs> it's really funny because every time Hillary Clinton comes out, she talks about how she got cheated out of an election. She cheated she, Bernie out of an election. She did. I mean, this whole... I think she forgot who cheated who. I believe she did. I believe she knows somebody got cheated. She just doesn't and remember And she just who. feels like it must be her. You know, it's uh, it's these different things we see keep coming up. You know, you've got this entire group of socialists who keep going, no, the, the, we need the president's taxes. Why? They're irrelevant. The next person who talks about, well, he went bankrupt on it because who cares? I don't care. You've done a lot of business. You're going to pick a lemon. You know, That's how this works. You know, the thing is, they talk about all these casinos went bankrupt. He didn't own them at the time. It was his name on them. He sold them with the name. Well, that, I mean, that's... Irrelevant. Like I said, that's a lot of stuff people don't understand. And the man even admitted he was going to use the tax laws to his advantage. Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. He, he you know, a major corporation doesn't take advantage of the tax laws, is not doing due fiduciary, and those people are liable to be sued. Right. This is what people don't understand about the whole tax laws. You have to take advantage of every deduction out there if you're a business. Otherwise, mm. you have not done your fiduciary duty. You... People get so bent out of shape about people slipping around tax and laws, et cetera, et cetera. The next politician that yells he wants to see Trump's uh, tax returns, let him put his out there first. Oh, I would I would really love to see most senators and representatives' tax documents. I would love to know how much money they've been paid by pharmaceutical industries, foreign powers, all kinds of other things. I mean, I you know, we wouldn't say foreign powers before, but refer back to Hillary Clinton once again in the Uranium One deal yeah. using the Clinton Foundation. I mean, that clearly shows us that there is, it's a real thing for a lot of these people. And, you know, there's different ones that you just have to keep looking back on and going. How did Nancy Pelosi get so rich? How did that even happen? How did How Mad Max get Maxine Waters. Now, if you don't know the rise of power of Maxine Waters, she rose to power during the L.A. riots just after the Rodney King incident. She rises to power. She was broke. And now she's not even close to broke. Yeah. She's loaded. How does that happen? How How is that even a real thing that can happen? You know, th this is why they don't like Trump. 
He came in with his own money, so he can't be bought. Well, and that's always going to be one of their complaints. Not directly, but they're going to complain about him because they can't purchase him. And that's the whole game. It's the same reason they hate Michelle Blackburn out of Tennessee. You can't buy somebody who's already loaded. All right, you are are about ready for a break. We need to go on a break. Hey, we got to pay the bills. All right, let's pay the bills. This is not politically correct. 1280 AM KYRO. We will be right back. And we're back. This is MPC, not politically correct. I'm Lee Thompson. Across from me is Andrew Dodd. Hello. So wow. we didn't do the introductions in the first one. But hey, hey, you know that's it, that's it's the beauty okay. of live radio. It's, you it's know, fine. we can, we can always come back and correct it. Yeah, we're fine. You know that you're listening to NPC, and you know that we're. Took those you a while guys. to get that one straight. Yeah, it did. After I typed it a couple hundred times today, you know, it's yeah. uh, it it took care of it. So if you are listening to our show, but you'd like to hear some of the past shows we've talked about, we're doing something new now. So go find our Facebook page, which is Not Politically Correct Radio on Facebook. And if you look through the comments, you will see where you can listen to on either Spotify or Anchor. You can listen to all of our previously broadcasted shows in the form of a podcast. Now, there is a commercial in it, but there's always commercials. So that's just what it is. Please go listen to them. If you're curious what we've been doing, uh, this will be our sixth episode is what we'll upload tonight is our sixth episode of NPC. Check us out. Um, If you're like, hey. I'd kind of like to do some advertising. I like what these guys do. I want to I want to sponsor the show. And, you know, then it could be NPC brought to you by blah, blah, blah. Well, then you need to give one of us a call, and I'm going to give you my information, then Lee will give you his, and you can get with us. I am Andrew Dodd. You can call or text me at 636-358-0992. And I'm Lee Thompson, and you can text our call 314 409 0336. We'd love to hear from you. We would. And we like to do live commercials. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Yeah. I love to do live. So if you want us to do a live. And if this is the first time you're listening. Oh, yeah. We're going to bring you up to speed. We do uh, political satire. We do cover a little bit of news. But we do. we're not a news show. No. But we're more of an opinion show. We are. We are. We are the counter to CNN. I think that's the best way to put us. Yeah. Well. Because. Hopefully we're 180 degrees of them. Well, we are definitely at least 100 yeah. degrees. Now, I got to I got to bring you up. I had something happen to me this week. Yeah, what you have? I ran, in, ran into a guy in a restaurant. Oh boy, politician. Yeah, and we got talking about the president, and he told me he just you know even though he was of the same party, he just had no respect for our president. He just said he just you know the way he behaved, the way he talked. He said don't even know when he's telling the truth on all this. And my comment was, I said, well, who in Washington do you know when they're telling the truth? Because I said, I don't trust any of them when their lips are moving. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, he went off and I said, he said, you know, there are, he said, there were some, honor- there are some honorable people in Washington. I said, oh, well, okay. Okay. Name one. All right. Yeah. Name one, please. He said, John McCain. Are you kidding me? Now, John McCain. I, I respect John McCain as a war veteran for what he did. He did fight for our country. Yes, he did. But I have to say that's where it stops. As a politician, he as was a, never representative of anywhere. The people of Arizona, he's Arizona, right? Yep. The people of Arizona voted for John McCain because he was an American war hero, and that's why he stayed in. But if they ever actually paid attention to his politics, they would realize he was a raging lefty didn't he back obamacare yep 
Didn't he side with President Obama multiple times on many, many votes when we were having our liberties stripped away from us? What kind of over-insanity is this? John McCain is certainly not an example of anything other than what we can best describe as a turncoat in in the Senate. Well, you know, John McCain was always a member of the Gang of Eight. Oh, yeah, he was. You know, and the Gang of Eight always voted the way the Democrats wanted to go under the leftists. Every single time. You know, they never voted on behalf of the people, as I saw. No, not not ever, not once. That that group, oh, my gosh. You know. I mean, we can track some of the bills that McCain was involved in over the years. There weren't a lot of good ones. Well, no. I'm not going to say you didn't touch a, a bill that was good at some point. But there were a lot of heavy left socialist bills that he was all behind. John McCain was not a great senator. Not by any means. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, I, I just, I found that interesting, you know, that somebody would pick him as a glowing example of what was good in Washington. Well, that will sure enough make you go, you, you know, think that's good? I kind of like Ted Cruz, maybe. Sometimes. Yeah. I kind of like Rand Paul best. I do, you know, I'm sorry. I have always liked Rand Paul. I like Ron Paul. You know, I did like, you know, they pretty much what they say they do. Yeah, they do. And and what I think the biggest problem with our president, he is trying to do everything he said he would do. Yes, he is. He, I mean, he's kept more promises than any other president in this chart of period. So you know what, and I listen to this. Let me tell you what just you know gets, you know his ugh. personal life. I don't care. I, I didn't elect him for his personal life. You know what? I'm going to be I honest. I elected him to go up there and totally uproot the apple cart. And if we're going to be honest about it, has he really done anything that terrible? Not really. Come on. Well, you know, you got all these good church going people that have a problem about all his divorces and him. Uh, you know what? And I, I, I'm going to be honest. I am pretty sure that is a media creation as well, because I know a whole lot of those good church going people. And they're OK with him. They understand what he is yeah. here. Here's the part that I am absolutely sick of hearing. There are some talk shows in our area that claim to be conservative news radio that go off and go after the president every single day. Now, they have a problem with his the way he uses Twitter and the way he talks to people. Shut up. We are sick of hearing your talking head crap. If he wants to get on there and call out CNN, I have no problem with it. Stop. The problem is, these presidents before, CNN makes up a lie and they're like, well, it will look bad if we say something. No, most Americans are impressed that this guy actually defends himself and says, I didn't say that. I didn't do that. That's my—so far— I I have no problem with Twitter. No, I have no problem with it. Because who else is going to cover him? Nobody. Nobody. The whole world of Twitter is against the guy. You know, they were—I was thinking about this the other day. I've looked through most of the things that the president has done since he's been in office. The only thing that I have an issue with was his banning of the bump stock. However, that doesn't actually have anything to do with him doing it. It has to do with there's no reason that the federal government has any regulation over that item anyway. And then they recategorized an item to make it something that's not but changed the definition. 
I have an issue with that. And I understand that the president was not directly involved with that. So I will cut you some slack for that. The part, did you see today, for the first time, we are exporting oil again. Yeah. Wow. Well, we've been exporting for a while. We are the number one exporter. We export more now than OPEC. So the moral of this story, which I'd also like to add in, our gas prices seriously need to go down then. I don't care how you do it. Cut some taxes out of it. I don't care. Wait, with the new tariff on China, can't we cut gas taxes? Well, be nice. Huh. Be nice idea. just to put it against the national debt, too. You know, I'm going to be honest. I really don't give a crap about yeah. it. I don't. Default on it for all I care. Yeah. I actually don't care. I mean, I understand that it's a, it's a valid thing, but uh, I care about what's in my pocket. And what's in my pocket is uh, cut Cut some prices. Let's do some stuff. Yeah. I'm tired of being taxed four or five times on the same dollar. That's that's really where I'm at. Yeah. Well, personal property taxes. I have a problem with that. You pay that every that year on your car. That is so ridiculous. Why am I paying you a tax on something that I own? And already the paid f- for once. Being the foundation of a free society is the owning of property. But therefore, if I do not pay that personal property tax, you may seize my personal property? I don't think so. Take a look at how law is written. That cannot exist in our republic. There's no way. There are some states who are free who don't have personal property tax. Right. My home state of Tennessee does not have personal property tax. Florida does not have a personal property tax. Florida does not. Texas does not have a property tax. Sure don't. So, so why do we have it in Missouri? Because we live in a greedy state. That is the honest truth of what we have. You ever notice how everything here is either billed, taxed, or you get fined for it? Well, I think that's a pretty good sign that we live in an extremely greedy state. Okay. Here, here, while we're on this topic of oh, taxes, yeah. I want people to think about this. All right. Back in the 80s, we had to go across a bunch of one-lane bridges because they needed a five-cent bridge tax. Oh, yeah. You know, 90% of those bridges are still out there. Yes, they are. We just went through this again. They just extorted us to raise our fuel tax again. Yeah. Question is, what are they doing with the money in the first No. They and raise it, the tax. Now, what I would like to say— And it all goes to general funds. Yep. And does it, it ever get allocated no. to where it's supposed no, to No, it go? doesn't. I did very much love, though, how much that tax got defeated this last fuel tax they tried yeah. to do. I am tired of paying more money for your stupid screw-ups. I don't care at all. Oh, but we need it to keep this going or that going. Really, because, you know, I don't know about you, Lee, but when I'm out of money, i got to figure out how to make some, and I can't just go steal it from people because, let's be honest, that's what taxation is. Well, the whole thing is the government can't exist. You know, the big thing is, well, it's government-funded. People, that's taxpayer funding. Yeah, that's That's paid by you and me. The government has no money unless we give it to them. No, they have no money unless they hijack it from you. That's it. That's that's all that there is. So, you know, we look at these projects, and we hear about, oh, but it's government funded. It is not. You are the one who's paying for the service that you've now decided you want. I cannot believe the amount of taxation that people are willing to accept or is it just that they have become so distracted in our what I would almost classify as a postmodern world 
They have become so distracted by their Instagram and their instant message and their phone, which is practically attached to their body at this point, that they don't have time to really pay attention to anything else going on in the world. You know, I was having this discussion the other day with someone. People listen to their phones ding, right? And, you know, I think we talked about that there was somebody, there was a, I believe it was University of North Carolina at uh, Charlotte, I think, did a study showing that the dinging of the phone does actually release dopamine. Okay, so when people are addicted to their phone, they actually are. It's a dopamine response. I'll give you that. But it's distracting them so far away from everything. When's the last time you sat on the bank of a river and read Faulkner? Now, I know I'm, I'm bringing out what my true southern side is here. I didn't need a cell phone. I remember sitting on a beautiful river called the Buffalo River. I bet you've been on it, haven't you? It runs across all of southern Tennessee. Yeah. It's just a few minutes from where I grew up. Sit there on the Buffalo River. Read a little Faulkner. Read a little Hemingway. Now, I know. Somebody out there hates Faulkner and Hemingway. Well, that's all right. We're Americans, and I'm cool with it. I know, Lee. <laughs> you're one of the guys that hates it. I know. I know. But I didn't need to be distracted. Not long ago, I went out. I just couldn't get ever get my head wrapped around Faulkner. What was he smoking? Uh, he was. He was. I'm pretty <laughs> he sure was on he was. Something, yeah, he him. was. I remember. I was a couple, couple, three, four years ago. Well, I I'm a little out. older than you. Maybe that's why I had problems. No, I had just as much problems. Everybody oh. did. <laughs> I remember he's is one of the only. Some of his are the only ones that you kind of skip a few pages, and you're like, well, I didn't miss anything. <laughs> I, w- I flew out to uh, Las Vegas, and as you know, I am not a let's-go-to-the-strip kind of guy, but I love the desert. So I went out to the desert, and I was sitting, um, let's see, what is that? That's Boulder, Boulder, Nevada, where the Hoover Dam is, and that's Colorado River that runs right. under that. So I went out, just drove down one of those random desert roads, and I found myself at the Colorado River, which is beautiful. I mean, I was far away enough from the dam that it was back to shallow and slow-moving. And I sat down there at the... Sitting there by this river on a nice kind of sunny day. Lots of it was cool. Let's be honest. I was there in April. I wasn't sweating. I sat there and I read a book for a couple hours and I thought, well, I better get to going. And I thought, oh, I need to see what time it is. You know where my phone was? In the car. People. See the world for what it is. Detach yourselves. I know I sound like I'm a crazy man on a rant. But if you want to do something, actually learn some stuff. Yeah. Now, I uh, don't get me wrong, I appreciate Google. When I can't figure out how to take a motor apart, there is a man somewhere that has taken that motor apart that would be happy to show me how to take that motor apart. <laughs> but that being said, yep. there's not a whole lot of useful stuff on there other than those kind of things. I don't really care which celebrity married or cheated on who. Yeah, I can care less. I, I don't care. I don't even know their names. I don't care. I know the ones I like, and most of them are dead. <laughs> yeah, you know. But, you know, being libertarians, oh, we yeah. believe people are free to do whatever do they whatever want. Do whatever you want. Yeah. And uh, pay attention, though. I, I think I really understand the problem with uh, the anti-Trumpers and everything. Finally. Oh, yeah? What's that? I think I actually understand the whole problem up in Washington. Rand Paul is treated like an outcast because he's a libertarian. Yes, he is. Guess what? Trump's more libertarian than he's anything. Oh, yeah. And I believe that's what's got him scared. They, they, he's finally proved that, you know, if somebody would just be solid in their convictions and fight for it, they could get in there. And I think they're scared of a third party coming in there. They're terrified of a third party. I really party do coming think that's it. I think. Because a third party entering would mess up things for them. It would, 
essentially crack their ivory tower and the way that they've set it up to be. Well, the whole thing is... Imagine if you had a third-party Speaker of the House, uh, uncontrolled by either party. Now, that would be cool. Now, as we continue to think about these ideas, we've got to run off and pay a couple of bills, but we'll be right back. We'll talk about third-party candidates making their way to high political office. This is Not Politically Correct. I am Andrew Dodd. I'm Lee Thompson. We'll be right back. And we're back. This is NPR. No, NBC. No. Oh, yeah. Sorry about we're that. Not yeah. na- we're not no. national no. No, public not. radio. I'm sorry. Here, I, let I, me get my NPR know, voice. I, I, and today on NPC. Today <laughs> on NPC, we'll talk about the current issues bothering you today. Okay, yeah, I could yeah. do that. All right. Yeah. So we were talking about <laughs> uh, third party or just party that you align with candidates. You know, a lot of people vote strict party lines. Now. And they don't even know why. No, they don't. They don't have any they, idea why. They're, 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 they vote Democratic because their father was a Democrat and their grandfather was a Democrat. Right, right. And they go down these paths for unknown reasons, but they never bring it back around. the The thing is, if you want to vote for someone, find the person who lines up with your political belief system. What you believe is the best. What you believe is constitutional, and vote for that person. If that means you vote for a Republican senator. And a Democratic representative, if those two aren't far off, their votes aren't going to cancel each other out. Yeah. They're going to vote together. This is the thing that we have lost in American politics. I have said this before. I don't care what party you're running for. I want to know what your stance on issues are. And do you believe that the Constitution is a true, solid, and unchangeable document? President Obama referred to the adoc- the Constitution as a living document that needed to be changed and cured from time to time, or some variation yeah. thereof. Living and breathing document. Yes. That is not what it is. No. It is a solid, ironclad document that doesn't get changed. Even though you may, people as a whole, the mob, may change their opinions on one subject or another, it doesn't matter because that's why we're a constitutional republic. So that the whims can't simply change our foundation and our most sacred law. This is what we have got to think of when we're voting. doesn't matter if it's for a mayor, a governor, a senator, a state senator. It doesn't matter. Well, even a water commissioner on a water district. Whoever it is. Because here's what we know. If you elect a lefty, a socialist, whatever you want to call them, to that position... The only thing they're going to do is spend massive amounts of money, break the system, and force you to pay for it. That's what we know that that thing does. Everybody's complaining and running around still. Mueller report, President Trump, blah, blah, blah. Look at the jobless rate. 1969 is the last time we had this low of a jobless rate. GDP is up. Everything is up. Stop. What, what is left to complain about? I like that they're trying to, what, they were trying to hold bar seriously? How's you that even? And, you know, he, here's the thing about Barr. Had he gone in and gave them what they asked for, they would have wanted to impeach him for breaking the law. Yes, they would have. They asked him to break the. They're asking him to break the law, but yet they want to hold him in contempt because he won't break the law. Exactly. Now, what's wrong with that whole picture, people? Pay attention and actually listen to what they're asking these people to do. It, it's true. You know. Oh, and here's another big one that came out. Did you hear who uh, Mueller's outside contractors were? No, who? Uh, 
guy that wrote the dossier, Steel, and uh, Fusion GPX. They paid the Steel and Fusion GPX. And they were working with almost a mi- almost a million dollars, just shy of eight hundred thousand. So that was the group that was assisting Mueller. Yeah, that was the outside contractor. Now Fusion assist- GPX. What is their other connection? I know there's uh, Clinton Foundation. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Fusion and the Democrats. Yeah. Yes, and then Steel. I don't. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm not sure how I feel about Steel, because. From what I've gathered, from what I've been able to find, Steele even says his own dossier is junk. Yeah. So part of me is like, did he just get paid to create a dossier, and then he said, hey, this is trash? Or did he actually have malicious intent behind it? I don't oh, think he, look I th- at that. We just did it again where we yeah. just went down the path. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I actually don't think he had the malicious intent. I, I think he was just— I think he just wanted the money. Right. I mean— You're going to give me money to— di- Give you something on Trump. Okay, right. I can do that. You're a former spy. You don't have a job. And your job previously was to gather dirt on people. And they're offering you a ton of money to do it. All right, so you do it. And you write, hey, man, I don't really see anything here. I can't verify any of these sources. <sighs> Good grief. So, so here's a funny one for you. And you're going to really love this. Now, I think we should make this our favorite section, which is the what was she smoking? Now, normally we reserve that for Mad Max. But your girl, Cortez, oh, buddy, she jumped down on it. Now, you are going to love this. Let's see. Has she finally jumped the shark? Nope, nope. You're going you're gonna to love this. Um... Ah, Cortez. I've noticed the media is not giving her as much airtime as they no. were. No. She's not the darling she was. She has advocated for government-run banking options to compete with private banks and suggest that the entire thing could be run as well as the U.S. Post Office using the exact same model. Does that sound a lot like a federal bank to you? Like a Like something that, you know, like we yes. don't want to be a part of? Right. Okay. And I'm going to be honest. Doesn't the postal system every year talk about how upside down they are? Okay. Here's my problem with the postal service. They want to sponsor the Olympics. They want to sponsor all these things. And they pay all this money out to all these networks for advertising. Yep. If you're losing money, why are you doing this? And they're not supposed to lose money. Well, and it's not like you need to do name recognition. Yeah. You're Uh, the post office. Who are you going to mail? Oh, we need to send a letter. Where should we? Oh, the post office. I mean, what are your other options? Come on. All mail goes through the post office, even if you use an outside source to do it for you. Exactly. So, come on. It's not like they have competition. No. Anyway, I I figured you would would enjoy that. So, Cortez is backdoor arguing for a federal bank. With credit card rates not to exceed 15%. Yes. Yes. I did see that part. Oh, now, speak, speaking of parties. Yes, sir. The anti-gunners went to Colorado to have a party, and I know this just makes you so right. happy because you're a pro-gun kind of I am. Now, guy. let's let's jump back and give the background story because we got plenty of time to yeah. give the background we story. Had, we, we had another school shooting. We did. Now, one, one dead. Now, before we say anything, even relating to this, the one guy who's dead, was going to be a Marine. He was. Now, here's what I have to say. Damn right. Damn right. 
He did exactly what he felt was necessary. He didn't run. He didn't hide. He got shot and killed stopping a gunman. He ran towards the fire, not away from it. Exactly. We should point that out. Yeah, he had made, made a hell of a Marine. Absolutely. But that is what we, we should really focus to begin with. Now, let's talk about these shooters. First of all. 18-year-old transgender who is transitioning. And there's and, where we were going to go with it. And its parents, since we don't yes, know what it is. Yes, we don't know. Since we don't know what it is, we have to call it an it. I feel another fine coming on here before I, I, I get done. Wait, but hold on. Let me let me save you. Sir, I believe the term is gender fluid. Okay, just, I'm, just, it's an it. Yeah, okay. Sorry. All right, whatever. I, I'm going with the it. All right. Okay, so we have an it. So first things first makes me think we got mental issues. Yeah. Yeah, realistically. Not not a gun issue, but no. a mental there's, issue. There's no th- there's nothing that locks this in as a gun issue. I have hunted all over the internet and looked for any information I could find on this shooter. The shooter hated Christians, he hated Trump, and he thought everybody was mean to homosexuals. Now I'm going to be honest, I don't care if you're gay, Lee. I don't care if anybody's gay. Yeah, I don't Whatever. Care. I it's your thing. I do have a problem, though. If you have balls, you're going into the no-balls bathroom. Well, and that's one of those things where we can we can have some, some things on that. So don't throw us in the bus and be like, oh, those guys. No, we're just pointing out. Remember, this group that carried out this attack, there's some pretty crazy stuff going on with them. They carried out this attack, pointing out how they hated Christians and they hated Trump supporters and they hated... All of these massive amounts of people. And have you noticed the media has silenced it? Yeah. And the only thing the mother of the shooter was concerned about if they got the gender right. I heard that. Now, this is tragic enough. Then they have a memorial for the one that's dead and the others who are injured. Yep. Ba- and the awesome. Bra- the Brady Foundation shows up. Oh. Another anti-gun. Anti-gun nut jobs. Show up, and they start an anti-gun rally. And you know what and, happens? And I am so proud <laughs> of the students and the parents who got up and said it's all about mental health and walked out. Yep. It was one of the most amazing things I've seen in a long time. Somebody he, actually stood up and yeah, said something they did. made sense. These a- anti-gunners got up there, and it was supposed to be a vigil, et cetera, et cetera. Soon as they get on stage, they start preaching their gun control crap, and everybody just leaves. They stand up, they start walking out with their candles. They're done. They're not listening to your crap. I saw some moron posting on Facebook the other day. Now, let me tell you this meme I saw, and I want to explain how much it just sends me over the edge. He's got this meme, and, you know, you've seen the two angels standing at the pearly gates, blah, blah, blah. And you see all these little things like clouds that say hopes, prayers, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, looks like they're sending us hopes and prayers again. Shame they had to send us their kids again. What? I am sick to death of people demanding action. You have a problem with a few things. You have a problem with personal responsibility. You have a problem with punishment. You have a problem with some progressed and allowed mental disorders in different segments of your population. What I am saying here, stop blaming the guns because your kid's got a couple of screws loose in his head. 
because you let little Timmy be a psychopath his whole life. You know the kid you see screaming on the ground at Walmart because he can't have a candy bar? And then eventually mom gives in? No. 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 He needed to scream all the way home. Stay the, you know, a couple days in his room would have helped him a lot. But because you've created the spoiled, over-the-top, have-to-have-it-all mentality in an entire generation, don't be surprised when they get mad because their feelings are hurt and they shoot somebody. That's just what it is. And I know everybody's going to go, oh, but blah, blah. No. We have a whole generation out there. Yes, we do. That has a condition I call entitlement syndrome. Yes, and the problem is that generation now has children. Yeah. And they believe they're entitled to whatever anybody else yes. has. If they want it, they, they're they, entitled to Right, it. it's theirs, period. You know, Th- This stuff is crazy, Lee. The, and the, and the, the anti-gunners and the people who are like, but common sense, stop saying freaking common sense gun control. There is no such there thing. There is none. The best common, there is common sense gun control. It's everybody has one? Everybody has one. They're yeah. trained how to use it. Exactly. I have no problem with yeah. that They whatsoever. used to teach how to use a gun in school. They used, they used to, have, to be part of G- phys ed. Remember, there used to be rifle clubs in school. Uh, I got a better one for you. Now, this is going to date me, but back in the 70s, yeah. Almost every pickup out on the parking lot had a gun in the gun rack, and it wasn't locked, and it was loaded. Of course it was, because and, it was And how normal. many school shootings did we have then? None. We didn't. None. None. Not, not really. When they had a report there was going to be one, the kids went and got their guns, and they protected the doors. Solves the problem, does it not? Now. Now what we've you done. Get, you get within 500 feet of a school with a gun in your car, and they want right. to make you a criminal. You know what? Here, here's, here's what's happened. We have babyfied. Yeah, we'll use that term. We have babyfied the entire population of the United States. Is that a politically correct term? I believe it is. Okay. I believe it is. We have taken and we have convinced 26-year-olds, well, you're still kids. You need to be on your parents' insurance. We've convinced 20-year-olds... 20, 19-year-olds, you know what? You're not actually old enough to buy a rifle or a pack of cigarettes. Well, when you keep taking away these very basic things, and I don't mean just the federal government. Sometimes it's businesses and things like that that are like, well, they're not really mature. What you're doing is you're creating a dependent society which believes that they are not adults. Now, here's our shout-out. Marine DeBee kid who got killed. He knew damn well he was an adult. Yeah. No question about it. He made it an adult decision to charge. Yes, he did. And you know what that shows us? 18-year-olds are adults. Not a question about it. Shows that some of them are. Well, at least, <laughs> yes, it does. So stop babyfying our country and handing everybody everything and creating this entitled monstrosity. I can barely work with people, Lee. You know, I'm getting tired of this baby fight. I'm going to call it what it is. Don't do it. Yeah, I don't. Go nope. There. We're going to get a fine for that nah, one. Don't do it. I'm, I'm don't. going. Nope. What's the fine? Is okay. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. You're not going to get a fine for that one. You're good. Very good, Lee. <laughs> you, you know where I was going to nope, go. Nope. But, I was just like, yeah, I was going to go there. But that <laughs> that is what has happened, and that is what we've got to find out what the fundamental problem is. This starts now. We are going to talk about it next week because we've got one minute left of this show. Apparently, President Trump is considering giving the right of education back to the schools and dissolving the DOE. To, yeah, to the states. To the states. I'm sorry, to the states and doing away with the federal DOE. Where it belongs. Yes, certainly where it belongs. 
We will talk about that next week because there's going to be big news in that. I would also be watching your news for things about North Korea, and I would be watching for Iran. Keep an eye on these two things this week, and uh, st- keep your eyes open. See what's going on. We are uh, we're out of time, Lee. Damn it. I hate I that. I know. We're done. We'll see about doing a two-hour set. Yeah, we got to get a sponsor yeah, first. We do. Somebody, we somebody need sponsor us. We'll sponsor try us. two hours. We'll get it. Oh, this has been Not Politically Correct. I'm Andrew Dodd. I'm Lee Thompson. We'll see you next week.